Okay, so the reason for this is mainly I want to record down the talk, talk talks we have. So we um, we've talked a lot about about like your lives and and the things that you've done, and there's just things I want to like just keep keep recorded for posterity, so sort of thing, rather than not just stuck in our heads and we actually get some some get the details correct. So yeah, really, yeah, like you're saying, start from 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 the beginning, really. So um, one question could be. Uh, what's like the biggest memory from your childhood? So first of all, we'll actually introduce you who you are. Just for the, the first oh. one. So oh. to my left here, we've got. Say where you were born. Yeah, yeah. So say, say who say who you are and uh, when and when and where, where, where when you were born, all that sort of stuff. Oh. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> so I'm Jean Hall. Uh, Marcus's grandmother now. But previously I was Jean Drew. Uh, I was born in a little village of Mockcombe in Dorset. Mm-hmm. And my father was a, a farmer. Um, that we didn't live in the farmhouse. So we lived in a cottage in the village. At my the parents in those days, my father suffered from asthma or what you can call now farmer's lung Mm -hmm. um, because it was damp ground the animals had to be fed indoors with fausti as the word we used in those days for hay which had um, been had got damp and that affected him so um my mother my mother in those days had to she she was a town girl she'd come from Bournemouth never been near a farm in her life mm-hmm. she had to then cycle from the village it was quite a way uphill to where the farm was early morning to milk the cows and he would stay home with me and I was a baby of um, well up to two we lived in this village mm-hmm. until I was two and then when I was two my grandparents on my father's side um, had a farm at Shaftesbury in on the on the chalk ground, which high, was high above, so it was dry. So you didn't have to feed any animals indoors. So he was fine then. So he farmed with his father while while his father was um, still able to work, and we lived in another cottage near the farm mm-hmm. up there in in Cavan. A place, a little village near near Shaftesbury, and that was my earliest memories um, as a two-year-old. I can remember the the um, the, the copper we had in, in the kitchen for heating the hot water, and simple things like that. And you had a we didn't have a bathroom to start off with. I think we had a a tin tin bath which was filled with hot water. Um, and put it in front of the fire. So with so a copper, what, what, what does that mean? A copper was yeah. you, you filled it with water from the top. It had a inside and then a fire oh, okay. underneath it to heat this water. That's going back quite a while mm-hmm. now. Did you have the actually. tap on? Did they have a tap on the front? Straight? Well, like, I can't remember it? a tap. I think really <coughs> you bailed it out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a picture just, yes. from the, yeah. there in, in, into, into mm. your bath. But, no, that's cool. uh, 
So I was very young then. So what, what year were you born? 1937. So this year that Just make before you... the war. So this year that makes you... So that make uh, when I'm speaking now, yeah. I'm, I'm 85. Nice. Nice. So you were born two years before the war started in 39, yeah. is that right? Yeah. yeah, so you were two when the yeah. war started. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so then the next one around is Grandad. So do you have a similar idea? Yes, well, for... Name and, uh, and, and your, your earliest memories, yeah, I think. I'm, I'm Paul, uh, but I like being called Marcus because it goes with Hall so much easier than Paul. Uh, why my mother thought of Paul Hall, I have no idea whatsoever, <laughs> but it's, it's caused quite a few problems on the telephone over the years, yes. Now, I have a totally be different background to the lady who became my wife, Jean, um, in that I'm a townie. Um, I was born in Exeter in 1934. Um, my parents, uh, prior to that, had um, bought a property um, in Exeter um, in the days when you could, um, if you were with a reasonable income, and that which my dad had, which I'll mention in a moment, um, buy a property and he bought the, this property which was a, a, um, a, a two bedroom and a box room um, property semi-detached for £750 and he bought that through um, the Exeter Corporation um, at a rate of interest of 2.5% and believe it or not that was fixed for the duration of that mortgage. That's actually rare in this country, in England, but that's something they have in America. They have fixed for 30 years interest, which is yeah. interesting, isn't it? It's fascinating. <clears throat> Little did we know at that time, of course, that, that interest rates would yeah. vary to the grant that they have done since the, uh, since the 19, 1930s. Was that Edwin Road? That was Edwin Road. Yes, that, but they they started off in 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 another uh, road fairly close by, um, and this was a new <coughs> building, a new build. Um, it was a, a very f a good um, opportunity for my father because between where he worked, which I'll explain in a moment, <laughs> and, and where we lived, there was only a field in between. So he could just climb over the hedge, jump it down into the field, run across the field, jump over another wire, wire, wire fence and in, into, into a yard. Yeah. Um, so going back to my father, um, his uh, father, my grandfather, this is my grandfather, um, they were Brissolians. Um, they, they came from Oldlands um, in, in, in um, Bristol. And um, without going into the, their background, but uh, he started up as a coal factor, which meant to say that you you were the uh, uh, in between um, the the people that dug coal out of the ground and melted, and he then sold it 
he was the person who sold it to the person that's you, the person who put it in your grate and burnt it, um, you bought it from. Mm-hmm. And he then, at some stage, changed his ideas and thought he's going to come as, as a, 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 a somebody who was a retailer who actually delivered coal um, to, uh, 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 to you and I in our homes. Um, and um, that was back in the days when he needed to buy a property in Exeter which had stabling mm-hmm. uh, and space for, uh, for, dra- for, put up for, for one ton dray carts. Um, and that's <clears throat> where my grandfather was and without going into detail regarding that business um, what happened was my father then went off to Heal School which he, where he did rather well and it was a very good school um, um, but unfortunately my grandfather was rather poorly and instead of my dad going into the business he wanted to do, go into, um, his, he did as his dad asked him, joined him in the coal business and that's what I lived with um, all my life until I was 15. Um, my father being in business uh, uh, in, in the coal trade. Um, I won't now go into the business as my education abilities, but they all had a very defining effect on where I've ended up mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day. Cool. Um, was it Hill School? What was Hill School was a, 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 a quality grammar school oh, okay. in Exeter. So, what did your dad want to do? Originally, well, my so, dad went to Hill School, by yeah. the way, as well. Yeah. But he wanted to join the bank. Who uh, did? Did he? Oh, okay. And and also, mm-hmm. believe it or not, there's a chap called Phillips, mm-hmm. was the manager of the St Thomas Lloyd's Bank branch <laughs> in Exeter, where my father used to pay in for my his dad, from the business. Yeah. And they got talking, and he said, "Well, when you want to join, he said, I'll I'll put your name up." Because you needed a sponsor in those days. Oh, really? It was, it was that sort of yes. thing? Yes. You, had to have yes. Some, you had to have a name. You had to be sponsored mm-hmm. by yeah. someone. Yes. In actual know. fact, they, 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 they had to give a guarantee <laughs> for 50 quid. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. You couldn't just apply. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's how it was back then for a lot of things, wasn't it? It, it was. It was It was not what, it was, what you could do. It was who you knew. Yeah, it was, was, it was sort of like a proto-nepotism. Well, mm. she was, yeah, mm. proto-nepotism. Yeah. It wasn't quite as bad as you have to... I'd be a son of the owner, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, but it was the same, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the same with you, the Uncle Percy. That's 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 granddad's wife's. uh, No, granddad's brother. brother. The younger brother was in the bank. Yeah, Mm. and that's when that's the old uncle. That's the old uncle Mm -hmm. was then, and then he he had been in the bank as well. Yes, yes. So it it sort of followed. It had to follow on that you. That you you followed on in families as to what sort of business yeah. had they done because then you would get sponsored by somebody mm-hmm. in those days or you had. So, what year were you born, Granddad? Nineteen thirty-four. And that makes you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so also we hadn't introduced myself. I'm I'm Mark, my Marcus, which is the grandson of Jean and Paul, and opposite me is actually. Alison, who's the daughter of Jean and Paul. Yep. 
We don't know where we, how old we are now. <laughs> no, I'm I'm currently 32. I had my birthday two days ago, actually. And, and I'm about to be 16 next year, as we're in 2022. We are. And we've got a few hours, really, or year, days to go to 2023 when I will be 16. Yeah. Okay, so now let's uh, skip forward a bit. So we have somewhere that you, mm-hmm. you probably look back fondly on. When you first met... Well, that's a big gap. Yeah, I know. A lot happened. Yeah, I know, but we we, we yeah. fill in the right. gaps. So that's why I just wanted to like right. have well, some things we can talk about. You know, obviously, I also ended up in the bank. Yes. Not that I wanted to at all. Mm-hmm. But. Um, well, actually, yeah, no, well, just, say, I, actually, just actually, say what you naturally always wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah let's start there. Were, let's go there. Let's go with aspirations. My best subject at school was biology and general and science mm-hmm. and so therefore I wanted to do something in that line I didn't want to I never wanted to be a nurse um, but I wanted to uh, work in a laboratory uh, and do something Research. in that line but there wasn't that availability in in Shaftesbury where we live and my mother well, I suppose you could say she was very possessive. Mm-hmm. I was the only daughter, um, and she didn't want me to go away from home. Yeah. So I couldn't do a lot. I could have gone, in those days, the, only, the nearest place for that sort of work was Porton Down, which of course is still going now and has done all sorts in that line. but. Um, my biology teacher, who who we were very friendly with, she said, you can't go there, Jean, because they experiment on animals. Now, I've always been very um, interested in animals, especially dogs and mm-hmm. cats yeah. and, well, and the cows, but they didn't do that. Yeah. But so she talked me out of it. They, between them, they talked me out of it. And so... Uh, as had been previously mentioned by Paul, my husband, he, he we, we had a relation um, of Uncle Percy who'd always worked in the bank. Yeah. Now, to them, as being farmers, in those days, they weren't very well off. It was hard, but well, before the war, they were uh, very poorly off. And, and, and the, the financial benefits to farmers were during the war so they did but I had been told that I'll have a much easier life if I go and work at a bank and possibly marry a bank clerk <laughs> so, also, so what happened I went and worked in this bank and then this and then this chap arrived <laughs> and, blue, and I well didn't think a lot there was two of us. We, not many girls worked, worked in a bank in those days, so there was two of us at the time. And the other girl was called Molly, and they used to take bets because this new man was coming. Well, which which of the, uh, Molly and Jean were going to nab him first? Because <laughs> I, I can intercept because, of course, that was the Molly. That was Harding. Molly Harding, wasn't it? Yes, that was Molly. Yes. And who was she to you? We haven't been. We haven't got to you being born. But that's how far it goes back. Mum's friendships with all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so that, so that's what happened, and then we sort of felt sorry for him because he was in digs and 
that's what all I'll take him around and see if we can find some better dates of that. That was our sort of first first day. But don't don't Actually, forget, Mum. You could drive and Dad couldn't drive. Oh yeah, that yes, was uh, the reason. I, I had passed my test straight away. When I, I do was love this story. Yeah. And I and and my dad by those days had a had a brand new car, a Morris, a Morris Oxford, which was very modern yeah. at, mm. at that time. And the well, 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 what year was around this? That would have been nineteen. 50. 55, 56. I, I, I do like also the story. No, I met you in 19, when I was 19. Anyway, yeah. it, was, it was a late 1950s. Uh, early 1950s. Oh, yeah. okay, yes. Early to late, yes, because I left school. <laughs> to go in the bank, I left school on Friday <laughs> and started work on Monday at 16. Nice. Mm. There was well. no, uh, mm. no uh, time off or anything. Yeah. Um, so we started going out and her my mother said, oh, you better invite him up for Sunday lunch, he's not getting it. Then, then he decided he wasn't sure whether he was coming to see me or to get the roast potatoes that my mother well. made for Sunday lunch. Anyway, we got over that. <laughs> he decided, well, yes, perhaps I was better than the roast potatoes. Yeah, and so then you started making potatoes. In 1958, on my 21st birthday, we got engaged. And then a year later, on the... Well, the, Just after my birthday, on October the 3rd, we got married. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, so, we're, yeah. and we're still going 63, exactly. 63 years later. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, um, just for d definitions purposes, so they don't happen as much now. So, what are dicks? I, I, I know what they are, but I, I yes, want to yes, explain yes. what they are. Uh, yes. What are dicks? Uh, oh, dicks. Oh, yeah. lodgings. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it, nowadays, um, I don't know why they're well, when, when, dicks. When, 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 yeah. I, I joined the bank. Yeah. But there's a little bit about me prior to that. Mm -hmm. But when, when I joined the bank, the bank would then send you to the nearest branch yeah. of where you lived. So I lived at, at that time. My parents had, uh, my father had paid. Um, well, the business was a coal business, if you remember, I yes. mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. And when I was 15, so if you add that on to when I was born, <laughs> right, which was 49, yeah. my father had, when it had me, well, not had me in the office, but we, I was ended up in the office. And he says to me, son, which he, he, he did quite address me like that. <laughs> son. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the very thing back then. Yeah. Yes. Um, the coal, coal trade, it's going to change. Well, remember, I'm only 15. Yeah. Uh, I knew very little about the world of finances, of business, of anything. And he said, the fuel that people are going to use in their homes, all the people at Long Down, which is near Exeter, where with the, every year they used to take hundreds of tons of boiler fuels and anthracites to them to fuel their argus which heated their homes mm -hmm. and they did their cooking on are going to be converted to oil and I've got to buy in to an oil company mm -hmm. which means 
all sorts of financial things I've got to do, which now I know meant to say that he had to, because of well, my job that I ended up with, um, that he would need to mortgage his property, borrow quite a bit of money, yeah. uh, buy into a company uh, which distributed heating oil. The end result was that, one, my father was well ahead of his time and if he'd had the ability to make that choice himself, um, I wouldn't be here now and I'd be a multimillionaire. <laughs> That's fact. Mm -hmm. um, because he was well ahead of his time of that change was going to happen. The end result was he saw his business going down, he had to sell up. And at the end of that, with it, it's another long story, but it's not really of any value. Um, he found a property in Watchit in Somerset, um, which he made a, a, a very good living out of. Mm -hmm. um, and that is why I ended up in Watchit. And <clears throat> Having got to the point as a 20-year-old not quite knowing what he wanted to do, he said, well, why don't you pop down to the local bank manager and watch it? Which was, in fact, a very nice gentleman who had been a manager in Lloyds Banks throughout the war time because, in fact, he was of a German extraction. Oh. Um, and therefore he wasn't called up mm. to serve and but he was an extraordinarily nice chap and um, he arranged for me to go up to London to have a medical check and a chat with some clown of a, 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 a manager well, I don't know what they what he was um, and he said you want to join the bank yes okay then that, you, you pass the medical that's all right then uh, <laughs> and that was basically what happened. Um, I then joined the bank on the April the 1st. What year? And you've caught me there because unless <laughs> I go to my piece of paper, which I've always kept, 1952 oh, or 3? 1953. So the early 50s. 3, yes. Well, when did they stop national service? Ah. That's 54, wasn't it? It seems, sounds about right. Yeah, with the 50, 50 there was... Dad was, uh, last, was one it, of the last to go to national was service. Was it? Okay, yeah. Yes, yes, I was one of the, the last, yes, we'll, two, we'll two years before. Yes. Yeah. And when yes. I left, yes, uh, it, 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 it just stopped. That's right, 54. Yeah, you joined yes. the bank before and then you straight went on to the national service. service. Ah. And after... Yeah, but that well, was one of the last years, fifty-six or fifty-seven, only because mm. I've talked to yes. enough older okay. people. Yes. To I, know, I, I, I asked them, "Do you do national <laughs> service?" They said, "No, I'm up too young to do national service." So mm. that's why. I, um, I, I had gone before I did national service, uh, wandered into Minehead and, and saw the manager in the National Provincial mm. yes. Bank, um, and he said he'd take me on, um, and sold me a. a um, an insurance policy for £250 
um, which I was delightful at because we made a heck of a lot of money out of that policy yeah, okay. when it matured. Um, so what kind, of, <coughs> sorry, what kind of insurance policy is that then? If you can make money it, was a, it was a life policy that came out when I was 60. Oh, okay, so it's one that has a, has a and, maturity and before. Okay. Yes, but it was, yeah. it, was, it was two and something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, for, oh, oh yeah. my God. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was, you know, before. Very, very little paying into that, but you paid mm. a lot. Anyhow, that's by the by. Yeah. Um, so the, I joined Minehead branch on April the, the, the which was Wednesday, <laughs> where you had a special thing that happened on Wednesday when you had to balance the books. And the manager there, a chap called Cottrell, unpleasant gentleman, <laughs> turned to me and said, you look like you're in the way or go home. <laughs> there you so, so ever such a good start <laughs> for my banking. Get sent home. Following that, uh, then you had courses. And I went on the, the in, induction course for, 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 for staff. And... Um, we went into these seminars, which we had to do, mm-hmm. and I was lost, totally lost, because he hadn't let me do anything except, because in those days, don't forget we didn't have borrows, it was dip, dip pens Still and blotting paper, and on the counter there was a, there was a blotting paper <laughs> uh, which had to be changed every morning. May had to change through the day if somebody made a mess of it. Yeah. And you had pens that yeah, you geez. dipped in the ink wells. So my job, under Cottrell, yeah. was looking after the blotting papers and the ten pens, pin uh, the pens, yeah. uh, um, out in, in 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 the public space. <laughs> uh, uh, and so when I went to this course, I was making a pig's ear of it, and I got called into the chief instructor, who was a very tough character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked into his office, having been called up to his office from the seminar I was in, and he said to me, Hall, what on earth did you do before you came here? And I saw him the truth. <laughs> and he blew his top. He went bananas. And he literally, verbally, threw me out of his office. So I thought, well, that's, that's it. I'm finished. And I went back to the seminar and joined the others and sat there. And then there was a buzz on the lady's telephone. Hall is required for the chief instructor. Well, I walked into that room and I was met by him. And this is what I like about it because I learnt a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. He walked back, he walked, come in, Hall, and he sat on the outside of his desk with me stood in front of him and said, I apologise. What you told me was absolutely true. I apologise. Yes. And we had a few more words and I went back on the course and <laughs> worked bloody hard to try to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my, my, my start. Then, um, I, within weeks, I left Minehead Branch. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And I then went on to another branch, which was Bimaliskam, and stopped there. We're skipping the map national service. We're stopped there because there is another bit of story of Bimaliskam, which built up to when I end up meeting Jean. There was actually a question that I asked that wasn't answered there, but I'll I'll answer it for myself. Is that what are digs? And digs are is basically just living in oh, someone's yes. house essentially. Yes, yes, yes. 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 I mean, um, your, and if you asked your dad, yeah, he isn't digs as well. I remember. Yes, he always had digs. But it's a thing that doesn't you exist. You didn't ever have so. to cook for yourself. No, I mean, no, you, were, you were looked were, after. It was a usually, was usually, like sp- usually wins. Sorry, usually win- widows, wasn't it? Hmm? It was usually quite no. often no, widows or or, hus- or couples that wanted to make a little oh, bit couples. of money. Yeah, yours when um. Well, when Andrew, when your dad, it was a widow. Well, or somebody with a spare room. room. Yeah. Yes, that well, needed to make a bit of money. There was no individual flats available. Oh, okay. oh yes. Yes. The yes. Same. yes. There wasn't yes. the property. Yeah, people you didn't couldn't live alone. get your best yeah. sitting room or yeah. no. that. You, and you and actually, the one, people like us, who always mm. lived at home with mother, were quite happy to be looked after. <laughs> yes. You didn't they didn't have to do anything. No, yeah. no. But yeah. any more and, than and that Yes, of course. The, the people like your scammels. Well, I left this which part of the story with the scammers. Oh, yeah. oh well yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that was the question I asked and that's answered now. <laughs> we've pretty much got to pretty much half an hour, so that's yeah. that's yeah. not a bad stop. So we're yes. thank you. That's yeah. a, that's a <laughs> pick about that up there, can't we? Yes, yes. Uh,